Hello. Hello. It's idle curiosities. It certainly is. We're curious. We're idle. It's it's, it's exactly what it says on the tin. Yep. Feel it. Feeling more idle than curious today. Really? I I noticed you've only got uh oh you got you got four. I got four. I could add a fifth if I wanted, but uh, I don't remember what the exact search was, and I don't care to look it up. That's fair. Although now I'm curious what it was. <laughs> God, I don't remember. What was it? Um... <laughs> oh, right. I was researching what it would cost to get a motorcycle license. Oh, oh, you've been having that thought, too, lately. Yeah, it's a dangerous one, and I can't oh, afford it's... it. Yeah, that's one of the reasons it's dangerous, sure. Um, this is the thing, though. I, you know the primary reason I, well, okay, there are two primary reasons I want to learn to ride a bike. Sure. One of them is that I do think it would be a nice way to get around the city, and it seems like a useful thing that I should know how to do, and I've wanted to for a long time. Mm-hmm. The other reason that I want to learn to ride a bike is because I desperately want a Vespa. Mmm. See, I don't, I don't consider a Vespa and a motorcycle to be in the same class of things. Oh, I don't either, but you do need okay. a motorcycle license for most of them. I think they make oh, do you one really? like... Like, they make a 49cc model, but um, which I think you technically don't need a license for in most states. However, I would rather have the license if I'm going to be operating a two-wheeled motor vehicle. Sure, sure. You know? I understand that. And also, I'd probably end up buying the faster one anyway, because... Vespa, you know. I hardly even know a... <laughs> uh, it's not I comedy. I don't know what it is, but it's not comedy. It's It's... It sure is something. It sure is something. Uh, do you know sure what else is isn't something. comedy? What isn't? Whatever it was I did on stage last night. Holy shit. Oh, no. Oh. That was... Uh, did it not go well? By my estimation, no, it did not. Were people laughing? Uh, I had one joke that actually went over really well. Oh. But my... My set got cut short. I was supposed to have five minutes, and he gave me the light at two. Oh. Um, but that's oh. just because they were running behind. Uh-huh, yeah. And he had to get comics pushed through really fast. Yeah. And so I was prepared. I had five minutes worth of stuff picked out and ready to go. For a three-minute set. Yeah, he just he just completely fucked me on that. Oh, um, was it the same material you did the first time, or is it different no, material? No, this was completely new material. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. I have a well, I have a great new bit that uh, that opens with me talking about my mom's suicide. Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't. I I didn't get to try that one last night. That was the one I was about to go into when he let, when he let me. Oh. And I didn't want to try to rush through it in that last minute. No, you don't want to rush your mother's suicide. No, especially since, you know, she hasn't done it yet. This is Idle Curiosities, a search-driven podcast by Noelle Midnight and Liz Mulholland. Each week, we look at what we've been searching the internet for, and then get mad at the internet of things for being a fucking sucking sack of shit that doesn't do the goddamn thing we fucking asked for. Music by Yuri Beats. (laughs) Is that part of the bit? No. Okay. All right. No, All right. it's well, not. Um, we'll just have to hope to listen that nobody who hears the bit listens to this episode and finds out the truth. I, I do have uh, I do have the entry point for the theme song for this week, though. We just got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's that's the one. Hey, John Flansborough is out of hospital. Who? John Flansborough. Oh, Flansburg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how to pronounce I... his last name. I don't either, actually. I um I saw that email, but I haven't opened it yet. I just saw that there was an email with an update about him. Mm. Yeah, apparently he's out of hospital, so that's good. That's great. They might still be giants. <laughs> oh, they're definitely still giants. <laughs> How do you open a Sentry Fire Safe without a key? I don't know. You didn't find out? Well, okay, yeah, I googled open Sentry Fire Safe without a key because... That, you remember that first week when I moved into this apartment and I had my keys stolen? Yeah, I do. Yeah, my only key for my oh. fire safe was on uh-huh. that key ring. Oh, no. And so now if I ever want to access, like, my social security card or my mm-hmm. birth certificate or, yeah. you know, that type of shit or tax records, yeah, um, I will have to eventually get into the safe. 
Mm-hmm. So I was doing some proactive Googling since I don't need anything out of there right now. Yeah. I was like, oh, let's get ahead of this problem. Let's see if I can get it open. I found a guide that explains how to do it with paper clips. Hmm. I, I feel like it would be easier if you just bought a cheap set of lockpicks than trying to use a paperclip. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. I don't own any paperclips. <laughs> yeah, that would also present an issue. Sure. So I think I could get it open with a simple rake. Yeah. And so most that... of them don't have complicated security measures. Yeah. So I might it's more just... about the fire protection than anything else. Yeah. I might just buy like a simple rake tool and see if that does it. It's worth a go. I mean, the lockpicking lawyer makes it look so easy. He does. I, I mean, um, I know he I know it's literally his job and all and also his hobby. And he does, you know, hundreds of locks in a year. However, he makes it look so easy. Otherwise, they say that I can just, like, drill it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's Actually, that's a good too. question. Can you, like, take it to a locksmith? I could, but they're going to charge me more than what the safe is worth. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. At that point, drilling it is the cheaper option. Sure, sure. So, huh. I don't know. I, uh, I haven't gotten into it yet. I tried to, like... I tried to futz around and see if I could get it open... On my own, and it, it didn't go well. Mm. Yeah. Did, did you make it worse, or did it just no, not open? No, it just didn't no. open. I just never okay. got anywhere. I just wasted my time. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that is, that's why I was looking up open century fire safe without a key. Is because I... I'm not going to lie. I thought this one was going to be more interesting. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> that wasn't a knock against your presentation of it. I just, I just, I assumed... If not nefarious purposes, at least interesting purposes. Nope. No, you know? it's just I want to make sure I have access to, like, the shit that I need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's that's how that's going. I, I still haven't gotten in, and I've given up trying for now. Because, you know, if you fail once... I, I, I don't think that's how the saying goes, actually. <laughs> Isn't it? No, if, if, I think If you fail once, give up and don't try again. No, I mm, I don't think so, Noel. I don't think so. Mm, pretty sure. Mm. We'll have to circle back to that one. Speaking of failure, uh, why did you <laughs> why did you Google 401k rollover? How? <laughs> I was really curious which one you were about to segue into with that. Well, I started a new job as I mentioned last week, mm-hmm. and um. I forgot that I have a 401k. I right. forgot that I have a 401k with money in it from the five months that I worked at my previous job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd like to do something with that useful. Um, sure. I could either withdraw the money for a ludicrous tax penalty because, contrary to popular belief, I'm not yet over the age of 55. Hmm. Or I can roll it over into my new job's 401k when I become eligible for it in however many weeks that is. I think it's like a month. Yeah, I need to I need to do that with uh with my old 401k. I've got like 6 grand sitting somewhere that I just oh, have geez. no idea how to access it. Yeah, that's uh I mean that's part of the thing is remembering how to get into it. Like it it's annoyingly difficult to get into this portal that I need even when I worked at the company. Um Yeah. And right now, now that I no longer work at the company, um and therefore don't have access to the internal wiki, I'm just hoping that by the time it's time for me to do anything about this, whenever I'm eligible to start the new 401k, that they haven't changed the link that I bookmarked since then. Because if they change that link, I'm screwed. Right. I don't like. Well, you're screwed up until they send you physical mail at some point saying, hey, we're legally obligated to uh, remind you that you exist. Yeah, that's yeah. Which I'm sure will go perfectly assume, especially considering that I totally won't have moved by the time they do that in time for tax season. Oh, wait, I will have. Yeah, Shit. but they have a way of tracking you down. Yeah. That's, I was, yeah, I was afraid you'd say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so I was just, I was just looking for the tedious bullshit there of, what, like, what, I mean, the whole, I forgot I had it. The whole thing's a scam anyway. Don't, 
the stock market's fucked right now. Right. Like, why would you I, ever? I, I can't take money out of the stock market right now. Like, I want to. I want to take the money out of my 401k because it's like I have so much debt and surely this money would be better used in paying off debt, right? Well, see, that's the thing. I looked at how I did the maths on what the tax penalty would be if I just withdrew the money and kept it for moving expenses. What was the, what did it end up being? Oh, I would lose about $800. Out of how much? About 1900 Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's not really... No. That's not really good. No. The tax Ludicrous penalty is... is the right word. Yeah, the penalty is um, severe. Unle- which, this is a bitch of it. There's no penalty if you take that money out for one's first mortgage. Interesting. Yeah, because all of this is set up assuming that we're all, you know, good little Americans who like picket fences and are interested in owning a home at some point. Right. We all have to be like proper people who want to eventually own land. Yeah, obviously there is nothing I want more than to own an acre and a half in some terrible suburb. Right. I don't know why I felt the need to stick my pinky out for that one, but I did. Now I have to edit that out because that doesn't make sense without context. Oh, you're right, it doesn't. For context, I was just taking a sip of my latte. See, now I don't have to edit it out. See, you just saved me some trouble. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I don't don't know if I trust you to... uh, not have edited it out anyway and just made me look like a jackass because you do that to yourself. Yeah, I do that a lot where I, I'll <laughs> say that I'm editing something yeah, out. You'll say, yeah, you say, I'm going to edit this out of the show. I'm going to edit that joke out. It wasn't funny. And then you leave it in, which I admire your tenacity and your commitment to the bit. But I do wonder whenever, like, one of these days you're going to miss something that actually needs to be edited out. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, you will. I pay more attention than that. That's fair. I'm still... Hell, this week I even edited out, I edited out a whole section this week where oh, yeah, I, I was, oh, you did? Yeah. Which section do you think I edited out? The bit in the middle of the long rant about CarPlay where um, there were some audio issues that Emma was having. Oh, sure. There and, was that. I edited yeah. it. But the thing I'm talking about is I spouted off some incorrect facts about the Mountain Goats. Oh, Oh, and I, I, I com- confidently spouted off incorrect facts about the mountain goats. And <laughs> well, so when I got to that. the edit, I could just cl- mm-hmm. I just cleaned that up so that we didn't get any. Uh, nobody was able to at me. Fantastic. And I mean, that's that's always the goal. Nobody. That's what some that's the, like the one thing you and Nancy Pelosi have in common. You do not want to get added about your shit. Truly. Like, come on. Which I mean, who's among us? Who's really? among us? Who, 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 who wants who wants to get added? Humstivus, humstivus. Uh, how how many apo- how many apostrophes can I get into a single word here? That's a great question. Um, uh, more than the average Klingon sentence, surprisingly. Huh. Um. How? What? What? Sorry, I guess I didn't read the list. What is a Robo Rock? So the Robo Rock is my robot vacuum. Oh, that makes sense now. The search yeah. term is turn off ledge detection robo rock. And I'm sitting here like, what the fuck is a robo rock? Yeah. So my my robot vacuum has a problem where it interprets the black sections of my rug as being uh-huh. a cliff. Oh, that seems like a problem. Yeah. And so it won't clean those sections. And that is frustrating to me because the black sections of my rug are also the parts of the rug that most easily show dirt. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And uh-huh. so it, it, it will not clean those sections. And so I, I was trying to figure out, is there a way to tell my robot vacuum mm-hmm. to stop looking for cliffs and just let go and let God? <laughs> Let go and let robot God, certainly. The the solution that I found was mm-hmm. somebody said you can cover up the ledge sensors with... Really? With, uh, like, take a little square of paper towel. Oh. And completely encase it in tape. So it has huh. a shiny side that uh-huh. you put up against the sensor. Oh, So okay. then the sensor is right. only getting a reflection back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And since right. it's getting the reflection uh, yeah. back, it... It thinks there's no cliff. Right. 
Which there isn't. Right. And so it, yeah. since the black doesn't reflect, that's how it determines that there's a cliff and mis- mistakes the carpet for a cliff. Aha. Uh-huh. I thought those were mostly using lasers for that sort of thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, huh. I just know that this worked. Well, and hey, so it works. It's, <clears throat> it's clunky. It's not good. Like, I've now got this, like, shitty taped-on paper towel situation where the tape is liable to fall off at any second. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. then I found uh-huh. there are people who have created 3D-printed little clips that you can put over the cliff center sensors that do the same thing so i went on ebay and i bought some little clips nice and so i'll have those in the next week or two um which will be nice i feel like you're going to end up with a 3d printer at some point no i don't like how finicky they are Mm, that's fair like that's not my type of fun i don't i don't enjoy micro iterating something until it is sitting exactly right at the exact right temperature with the exact right extrusion rate like that, none of that is fun for me. That was partly prediction because I feel like I'm going to end up with a 3D printer at some point. See that I believe. Yeah, that that makes an alarming amount of sense, actually. Yeah, and maybe once you have a 3D printer, you could print a David Byrne Funko Pop. <laughs> um, this one was a. This is a feeling lucky. This is a quick one. Um, I just I had the thought in a conversation, and I forget which conversation it was. I don't think it was one you were in. Um, what wasn't this inspired if, by a um, dolly generated? Oh, maybe it was Funko you. Pop? Maybe it was you. It was, was it you. Uh, no, who was it that generated the one of Henry Kissinger? Um, I don't know. I don't remember. That was you. Well, you know, you sent the screenshot. I, you sent the screenshot. Right. I stole it from of, someone else. That's right. Because because someone uh, someone used the fucking uh, AI. Um, the AI image generator thing. thing. Yeah, the AI image generator Dolly Mini. To they they input the phrase um, Henry Kissinger Funko Pop, which will haunt my dreams. I already don't like Funko Pops. I don't know if this has come up or not on the show. I think you know this already from about me, though. I do not. I mean, it's I, it's it's not exactly a stretch to assume that you wouldn't like Funko Pops. They're just so dead and soulless looking. They're, they're yeah, I, they're relatable. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Noel! What? I had more life in my eyes before, even before transition, than a Funko Pop does. Hmm. They're bad. They freak me out. They make me uncomfortable. There's a store that I occasionally go to when I'm near it called Newbury Comics, which used to be like when I was when I was in high school. I know school. Newbury. Oh, you know, I didn't. How do you know Newbury? Because Newbury used to be really, really big into selling autographed CDs. Oh, yeah. eBay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Newbury Comics is a chain of, um, they started out as comic book stores. They mostly do music nowadays. Um, and they used to have a really massive um, used CD section in most of their stores. And they also used to have a store on Route 1, I think in Norwood, that was all, almost all used CDs. And that was that, I loved that place. That place was great. Oh, yeah. Um, back in the day when uh, buying CDs mattered. Yeah, back then. Yeah, exactly. I also bought a fair fair few LPs there. Um, since that time, they've mostly got into selling pop culture ephemera um, of the sort that you'd see like at the back of a GameStop or um, anything like that. Sure, like a little vinyl toy of Mario jumping up and hitting a question mark block with his head. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or just an un- unconscionable amount of Harry Potter merch. Or Funko Pops. So you mean they- any amount of Harry Potter merch? That's right. Um <laughs> No, but the, the, the they're we got them. <laughs> we got them. Um, they just sell. They have so many and they've actually cut down the range that they carry somewhat more recently. But there was a bit there where like when I say an entire wall, I want you to picture the long wall of a standard mall retail space. Mm-hmm. Like one standard mall store has, you know, two two kind of shorter walls and two longer walls because it's, it's a long rectangle. Yeah. One of those entire longer walls, entirely covered in Funko Pops. There is a Think Geek store at the Tacoma, Washington oh, shopping mall. Oh, God in heaven! And it is exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. The amount of the amount of uh, music that they sell nowadays is distressingly low. Um, I, I do have to give them props for selling a pretty decent selection of manga. If you're into that sort of thing, they're still good about that. 
But, you know, it, it, it hurts a little because it's where I bought so many records back in the day. Sure. But it also hurts a lot because you walk into the store and you're immediately assaulted by a fucking wall of Funko Pops. Anyway. So can, can you try to can you try to articulate what it is you don't like about Funko Pops? A lot of it is the eyes. The eyes on a Funko Pop are just black circles. And they're slightly convex to the head, which is also weird because they all have the same shape head. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's such a it's uh, it is a grotesque caricature of the humanoid form. And I don't know how much I would hate them if they weren't all just such lazy reskins of whatever the hell is popular in pop culture nowadays. See, I feel I've like I'd a, still be. A, I've hmm? got a theory for you. Uh huh. I think that Funko Pop missed the trick. Really? I guess this isn't really a theory. Okay. But I think the Funko Pop missed the trick. Because mm-hmm. I think they could have gotten into the NFT market really, really cleanly. Oh, yeah. They totally like, could have. I think they could have they... come by that honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as honestly as anything. Well, here. yeah. As, um, more yeah, honestly they... than anyone else. <laughs> right. Right. Sure. Because they were already specializing in making the same basic shaped character with a few variations to uh, replicate yeah. the experience of having different um, characters without actually doing as much work as... It would actually be necessary. Um, I mean, I, I think that we should have been using Slurp Juice on Pops the whole time. <laughs> That's just what I think. That's my, my professional opinion. I wish someone would slurp my juice. Goddamn. Can we leave that in the show? <laughs> <laughs> is, that like a, is that a joke I can get away with? Yeah, of course you can. I mean, I know we don't it's have a practice thing to commit to. But <laughs> no, that was good. Okay. All right. I just I I wasn't sure if I was crossing an imaginary line or not. I'm, I uh, if we have an imaginary line, I've already fucked you, that so many times. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, no. So someone shoved this the phrase Henry Kissinger Funko Pop into um <laughs> uh, into Dolly Mini, and and I said. It looks alarmingly like the John Oliver one, which it does. It looks a lot like the John Oliver one, because if you're making a man in a suit with glasses and some brown hair as a Funko Pop. Really only so many ways to cut that. No. Yeah. And there are so many people to whom it could apply as well. Um, Just just so many. Anyway, I I said it looks like the John Oliver one. This was a group chat with Emma and Emma sent a um, fucking gif of david byrne from the once in a lifetime music video because he's also got brown hair glasses and a suit and i realized i had a moment just the most terrifying moment possible where i considered that maybe they'd made a david byrne funko pop with the big suit but that does feel like something that they would have done it does feel like something they would have done like as part of like a rock legend (laughs) series or something like that which they have plenty of musicians as funko's pop let me tell you but they do not have David Byrne. There is not. Thank the heavens, there is not a David Byrne Funko Pop. Well, I think I think we can fix that. I think we can fix that on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, the CEO of Funko Pops. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, Sorry, that's me trying to do a John Oliver bit. Yeah. Yeah, I can um, tell. I can tell. <laughs> except I don't, I don't have John Oliver's resources. No, you out. also don't have you also don't have the twee British gravitas that he does. Twee British gravitas. That's uh that's uh that's going on the list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sure is. Uh but yeah, okay. So uh yeah. so, no, there so aren't there any is, David Byrne Funko Pops yet. We're safe. We're safe. For now. I, I we must we must remain vigilant, however, for the time being. There is refuge in the Talking Heads. There, there is refuge in the talking heads. More and more people are saying this. <laughs> <laughs> There's not even a done there. It's just talking heads. I'm a, f- I'm a fake indie girl. You are, but that's okay. <laughs> you weren't supposed to thing. agree with me. Fuck You're you. A <laughs> that's okay. Uh, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. What is a magic lantern, and what does it do 5D3 of damage? Ha. So, 5D3 magic lantern was my search, because mm-hmm. I had I had somebody this week kind of implant an idea into my head. Uh-oh. The idea was, you should try making a short film. Oh, this idea. Uh-oh. I wasn't sure which, which idea it was going to be. And I 
heard that and immediately <laughs> thought to myself, I should try making a short film. You also thought to yourself, I should move to L.A. and go to film school. No, no, I, I, I was, I was never planning on moving to L.A. for film school. Right. I was planning on moving to L.A. for UCB. Oh, right, for comedy. Right, right, right. right. There's a yes. difference. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, no, if I was going to uh, go to it, film school, I would go, you know, to New York. Uh, yeah, that's fair. That's but fair. not that I could get into film school, because it turns out in order to get into film school, you have to have already been making films. Yeah, it's a bit of a catch-22 there, isn't it? <laughs> but someone put the idea in my head, you should try making a short film. Mm-hmm. And I went, you know what? I should try making a short film. It's not the worst idea, honestly. I've got cameras, I've got lighting, I've got, you know, an eye. Mm-hmm. I, I understand what makes a film work. Uh, sure. What I don't have is an idea or a script or a cast. Or a budget. Um, or a budget. And those things tend to be mildly important. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, even if you're going for the really experimental route, it helps to at least have an idea. Yeah. And so uh, I figured the and first also, thing. Uh, Warhol already filmed, the, did the one where it's just 10 minutes of, of, of camera pointed at a building. So, you know. Yeah, you know. No, I figured the first thing I should do is figure out how to uh, how to make the most of my camera mm-hmm. and oh, how okay. to really film properly. Sure. Magic Lantern is a custom firmware for the Canon 5D Mark III. Oh, oh, OK. All right. All because right. the 5D Mark III is a brilliant video mm-hmm. camera. I've heard. I've heard. Yeah, it is the best camera you can get for the money for doing video. But its firmware is utterly horseshit for doing video. And so... Yeah, because the Mark III was like one of the first ones that could do 1080p really well, right? God, I don't know. Yeah. No, because I was just thinking, like, the details don't matter, but I was more going for, like, you know, the... It was right around when they first started, if I remember correctly, and I could be talking out my ass here and thinking about the wrong 5D. But I think that was the first one where it was, like, it was the first one where they used it for video, but, but Canon was still, like, we don't really know how to balance this with the photography stuff we normally do with the 5d so we're just kind of kind of you know the, the the software is a little bit half-assed and you had to work with it to get video out of it right like you want and so uh there's there's this custom firmware that someone made for mm-hmm. the 5d3 yep that i was like okay i should look into how to install this oh, and yeah. Uh, I haven't done it yet, but it's something mm-hmm. that's kind of on my radar for this week is trying to get Magic Lantern onto the 5D3. Because it's, it can't be that difficult, can it? I don't think it is. I know there is a slight risk of bricking that has happened to people in the past. Sure. I mean, that's so, true for any firmware update, honestly. I, I would like to avoid that particular. Yes. Um, yeah, I'd like to avoid that, that if possible. That would be bad. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, I'm thinking yeah let's let's get the camera set up to do some video let's get some like test b-roll footage yeah cool let's see what i can do just kind of on my own yeah absolutely no that's cool that is actually that is not at all what i expected but huh what is like what i'm what differences does the firmware have as opposed to the stock firmware like what's it doing so like one of the big things that i am aware of is that the in-camera focusing options on the 5D3 are horseshit. Like, it, oh, <laughs> it yeah. doesn't have focus peaking. Really? Yeah. My my fucking Olympus has focus yeah, peaking. Yeah, fucking every camera has focus peaking. My little mugger four-thirds camera has focus peaking. Everything has focus <laughs> peaking. And then it's got like a thousand other like tools that you would only know or care about if you are actually really caring about video. Sure. I'm looking at the website now and I see that one of them is an uh, Arcanoid game, which is extremely important. Is what? Arcanoid. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's a little module you can throw in there. Interesting. Yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at the site to see what all it's got. And this, there are useful, plenty of useful features in here. Um, raw video, some self-testing things, uh, all manner of adjustments that would be certainly useful for uh, video. But I also saw that someone has managed to get Arcanoid running on the camera, which is funny to me. That's fun. Um, yeah. but yeah, you like, know, for those, for those figure downtime between the, uh, between shots. But yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to install this so that I can try and have one camera that's set up really well for video and one that's set up really well for photo. 
Oh, do you have a camera aside from that one that you could use? Yeah, uh, I'm not using the 5D3 for photos pretty much at all anymore. Oh, I'm okay. using what the EOS R. Oh, okay. I didn't. I don't didn't know what cameras you had. Yeah, the the R was their first mirrorless that Canon did. Oh, okay. How do you so like that? When that came out, I just jumped on it because I knew I needed yeah, yeah. a second camera anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, does it take the same lenses as uh, the 5D? You have to use an adapter, adapter ring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have yeah. to use an adapter ring, but that was. That's fine. That's a compromise I'm willing to make. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, because no, I'm, I'm like, I'm <laughs> the smart thing to do would be to get some more lenses for my Olympus because I do like the Olympus a lot. But I'm always like sitting there looking at the Fuji rangefinders, you know, mm-hmm. I'm always sitting there looking at them a little bit longingly. Sure. Because um, you know, that's just the kind of person I am, even though I barely use the Olympus and it would make a lot more sense to just get some more lenses for it yeah and it would be cheaper than getting into a whole new fucking system it really would have yeah it really Uh, really would um yeah Yeah. but yeah so that's what i was googling for is i'm just trying to figure out okay if i want to start shooting something how do i know how do i ensure that i have my technical shit out of the way so that when i am ready to start shooting something that has meat on its bones I'm not sitting there doing my initial like, oh, how does this work? Oh yeah, no, you don't want to be doing that then. No, you want you yeah. want to know your uh, you want to know your equipment before you go in there. Um, and also part of it is just that like, I want to film myself doing comedy at some point. Like I want. Oh to, yeah, hey yeah. I want to by the end of the year film a half hour special. Wow. And I want to film it myself. I want to direct it myself, and I want mm-hmm. to make sure it looks fucking good. Yeah, yeah. And I think I can do that if I know my tools. Yes, yeah. So let's get the tool set up. Let's get going. So that's, that's, uh, that's my current, like, creative... What's the word? Mind vampire? Sure. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Your current... Um, I was going to say your current obsession. Your current... Um, I don't know. The, the thing that's got your brain diverting attention to it. Yeah. Right now. That sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So like, that, that's be, where my brain power is going. There's got to be a good word for that. I, I'm sure I know it. I'm sure I'll think of it after we stop recording. Yeah. yeah. But like a big thing that I want to do is I want to really start. I want to really start over these next few months watching media with an eye for what the camera is doing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot that you don't notice. There's a lot of really subtle things that you don't notice and just how the camera moves around things. Like what sort of directorial choices are used to amplify the message of what's happening sure yep through camera work like mm-hmm. uh i just watched gerard carmichael's most recent special rothaniel i just watched that a second time uh-huh and that was directed by bo burnham oh okay all right uh-huh and it is maybe the prettiest comedy special i've ever seen it is gorgeous normally shot. <laughs> Not normally a uh, compliment that you let that you uh, bestow upon comedy specials, right? It is gorgeously shot, though, and like mm. when Gerard goes into more serious stuff, the camera crops in really tight. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking, his head oh. his head fits in frame. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's real tight. Like they, he, Bo is really really smart about going in. And having the camera in place for a really tight cropped shot so that you can see the nuances in Gerard's expressions and so that you're forced to pay attention to those expressions and you're forced to pay attention to those like micro details. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was one of the things I liked about Inside as and maybe it's just because I haven't watched that much comedy, but like that's like one of the only comedy specials I've seen where it wasn't someone on a stage. You know? Yeah. And there's just so much you can do when you're free from the limitation of filming someone on a stage. So Rothaniel is similarly clever, mm-hmm. except it is it is done on a stage. Sure. But he sits in one chair the entire time and he does not move oh. from that chair. Oh, all right. And it is really, really cool how like watching the magic trick of how they do it. And how they make it feel alive, despite being this really intimate, small thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like he's in the tiniest room in the world. 
It feels like he could be best friends with everyone who's in the room. It feels like just this really small, intimate thing. And it's all because of, like, it's all because it was directed really cleverly. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. It was directed to support the material. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is really, really cool to see. I highly recommend it. This is one of the few things I've given five stars to on Letterboxd recently. Dang. Yeah, I'll have to have a look. Like, I didn't even give Everywhere Everything All the Time five stars. Which I still haven't seen. Oh, it's so good. I Um, I know. Everyone has told me. Everyone has told me. I know. Also, I highly recommend (laughs) The Northman. The North? Okay, all right. All right. That was really, really good. Especially if you liked The Witch and The Lighthouse. I didn't see either one. Oh, okay. Well, this is this yeah. is Edgar's third film. Okay. And holy shit, he builds off of everything he did in those first two just so So should I watch those two first then or I mean I would say yes. Okay. But like it's not required, but it's Well, that suddenly you're getting into the territory of viewing him as an auteur. Okay. Is that bad? No, not necessarily, but it's it, it changes the way that you think about his work. Oh sure, yeah. Um and that always happens if you're consuming Especially if you watch them in order of production, you know? Yeah. But that, yeah, that's, yeah, that, that is like, I do tend to binge directors or binge certain artists though. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of standard for me if I'm getting into something I have not, you know, I have no reference for, no familiarity with. Right. So like, uh, The Witch, you can watch it and be like, oh, this is a clever bare bones horror film. Mm -hmm. And then you watch The Lighthouse and you're like, okay, this is a really clever experiment in what you can do with grayscale. Okay. And then you watch The Northmen and you go, oh, shit, I see all of the lessons that you learned from these first two. All right. I mean, that's, I that's, see, that sounds I see like something I'd enjoy. Cleverness. Like, one of the things that he does really well in The Northmen mm-hmm. is selective desaturation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, like, there are a lot, like, there's a, re- there's one really, really good shot in the film that I'm, I'm still thinking about. Yeah. Where I'm pretty sure he desaturated everything except for the blues. Ooh, okay. Uh-huh. And so it's just this beautiful silvery shot. The blues are still blue. The blues are still, they're blue, but they're like silver blue. Bell's Fashion, anyone? I don't know what that is. It's a song from a band. Oh, okay. Sorry. I no, I'm, fine. I wasn't sure if... This is a music podcast after all. Yeah, it is. We. <laughs> I, I see, I've... You would describe Bell and Sebastian as East Coast bullshit, even though they're from Glasgow? Yeah, yeah, I would. <laughs> I definitely would. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no, like watching, watching the Northman was really fun because you get to watch this evolution of everything that Eggers has done up to that point and how all of a sudden he's working with a much bigger budget. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Uh And you can feel how he just like spread his wings and took up all of the space that the bigger budget allowed. Oh, I do love that. I love when that happens. Yeah. Uh, Including a beautiful, wonderful, joyful cameo from Willem Dafoe. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sold. <laughs> but yeah, if, if I'm going to, if I'm going to be taking like filmmaking seriously as something that I want to try my hand at, I am going to need a USB-C camera battery charger. Yes, you will. This is a, um, this is a repeat, a repeat, uh, repeat search term. Um, yeah. I was going to say, I feel, I feel like I've seen this before. Tell me, have, why are I... you, why are you bringing a, a re-Google to my house? Well, because I finally got one that works. Um, oh, the shit. Last, yeah. Well, because I, um, I wanted a USB-C. I think that was the first episode. Or was it the second episode? I wanted a oh, USB-C, a, a, a battery charger that I didn't need to plug into mains power, a battery charger for a camera battery that I could charge off another battery. Because, like, it just... Sure. It makes sense to me that, say, I'm, you know... On a trip somewhere, maybe I'm not near a power outlet, maybe I'm on a train, maybe I'm in a car, and I might need to top up the battery in my camera. Or maybe I just want to get rid of micro-fucking-USB in my life. Who knows? Either way... Nothing wrong with either. No. Either way, I bought one on Amazon that had a a USB-C port and charged two batteries at the same time for my Olympus EM10 Mark III. However... However... It was dead on arrival. It didn't. It did not turn on. It did not charge the battery. It didn't even light up. So I put it back in the box, returned it to Amazon, and ordered a different one from a different weird unknown brand because they're all random unknown brands right. now. It's it's all it's 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 all AliExpress. Yeah, yeah. And I received 
the same item again with a different brand name, which was different from what the picture showed on the Amazon listing. Oh, even better. Yeah. And guess what happened when I plugged it in? What happened when you plugged it in? Did it spark? No. It didn't do anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. It didn't charge oh. batteries. It didn't light up. It didn't do anything. So I decided to cut my $10 losses and just throw it in the trash rather than going through the hassle of returning it to Amazon and trying to buy another one. Um, sure. Mostly because I was frustrated. I'll admit, I probably should have tried to return it. However, it was a tenor, and I don't care, and I was just angry. You, you did let them win. I did let them win. I did you, let them win. You did let them win. Yeah. I, they, you know, that... I, I know that the... Um, I know that it's an important moral victory that they, they kept my $10... So instead, I spent 30 bucks on one that I bought from Adorama, which is an actual camera store and not just Amazon. Yes. And wouldn't you believe it? This one works. Huh. Yeah. Fancy This that. one actually charges the battery and it lights up to tell you how charged the battery is when it's plugged in. It, uh, okay. The only annoying thing about it, um, well, there's, um, it came with like eight of these plates um, that slide onto it for different kinds of batteries. So if if I were to decide to be a complete fucking idiot and buy one of those digital Fuji rangefinders, sure. it'll also charge those. So I'll save the $30 that I spent on this charger if I spend $2,000 on a new camera kit. Right. So it has that, which is nice. Um, but um, it, it has... The annoying thing about it is that it, it also ha it has USB-C and micro USB. I'm annoyed on principle that it's there at all. But mm. it does have the USB-C, so I'm happy. You know, it works... It does what I wanted to. It 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 wasn't dead on arrival, so I don't really have any complaints there. Sure. Yeah. I just recently bought a new uh, a new battery charger for my cameras too, mm. because oh. I I realized that when I moved, yeah, I lost oh, all you of mentioned. my battery yeah. chargers. Yeah, you have. Not really sure how that happens. How did that happen? <laughs> but I gotta say, I really like this new one that I got. It's got yeah. a little like uh, LED readout. Mm-hmm. That is nice. Readout? Yeah. What's the difference? Um, um well, it, it's just it's just got a little readout where yeah. it shows you the percentage of each battery that's plugged in. Yeah, this one has that too. It's nice. And yeah, it's nice. It's called the Pro Cube. Huh? Is it actually a cube? It is. It's just this little little nice little cube that sits on the desk. It's got a ton of little adapters you can throw on it. Oh, like, oh no, I saw this because it will it charge double A's. It sure will. Yeah, I saw this listed on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, and it's super fucking expensive. Yeah, they also, it, they don't make one for my camera's batteries. I think they're too, like, I, I actually think they're too small. Oh, interesting. For any of theirs. Yeah, because, I mean, it's a, it's a small camera, so the batteries are like. Oh, they're, sure, they're, yeah. They're tiny batteries. It's, it's those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because the, the camera's only yay big. Right, yeah. This is, again, where I'm trying to do again, I'm trying to do a visual battery. medium. Yeah, small camera, small battery. Um. Yeah. Yeah, no, I did see that, though. That did look cool. If it worked with... I don't think that one... I think that only works on mains power. Does it take USB as well? This one? Yes, I believe it does. Oh, okay. Yeah, because if they'd made one for these batteries, I probably would have considered that. But um, I really like it. It's been it's been very good to me. Yeah, because my whole thing... I, my, I, I paid from, more than I should have, but I paid sure. more than I should have because I knew that, like, this is something I'm going to be using for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and mean, if it's big me, like this, I'm not going to lose it. It doesn't yeah. rely on micro USB. It's something that I can just create a permanent home for next to my desk. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's like, uh, you know. And I'm I, like, okay, like, I, I, am, I am paying for the right to have something that gets a permanent home next to my desk. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. That's, to me, that's fine. If, if it's a decent thing, that's, it's, it's worth it to me. My whole thing is because I finally got this in the mail. This. Okay, you're going to have to say what this is. Yeah, I'm. I was literally for, for the, about for the to. audio audience. Yes, what I'm holding audio up. Audio audience. Audio audience. Audience. Audio audience. Audio audience. Audio audience. Audio audience. Audio audience. Hi, you're listening to audio audience. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid fucking bet. <sighs> We're. We're idiots. <laughs> We're fucking idiots. Like this whole thing. Did you know that like, there there are people who pay two dollars a month? 
Yeah, and you can too if you want to also be an idiot. Go to patreon.com forward slash idle curiosities uh, for occasional bonus content and also a shiny yellow name on our Patreon, which you can join for free if you want. You mean the Discord? Yes. On our Discord. A shiny yellow on name Discord. on our Discord. That's right. Yes. <laughs> it's not that card. <laughs> Fuck you. Yep. Yep. <sighs> I know what I'm no. doing here. Uh, I don't. This is a continuation of a um, sort of ongoing saga in my life, which is um, getting equipment and tools that will help me if I eventually end up getting over my mild paranoia about COVID and traveling anywhere. What I'm holding in my hands is a fucking massive battery. Right. This thing will recharge a MacBook Pro twice. Beautiful. It has four USB-C ports on the front. It is capable of outputting 100 watts at once. It does USB-C power delivery. It also has a screen that tells you how many watts each device plugged into it is drawing. It's only USB-C, which I adore. Um, it's, it's fairly heavy because it's a bunch of fucking batteries. Um, but yeah, this is going to go in my bag when I travel. And I also have a four USB-C wall adapter for charging shit in a hotel or whatever the hell. And, sure. you know, I'm I'm getting a small bag together. I'm going to keep a small bag packed of everything I need. And if I decide to go somewhere, I can just go. Cool. Yeah, and, I like that. And never, ever, ever have to touch a micro USB port ever again, except for on my Kindle. And eventually they will fix that, too. No, they already have it. I haven't bought a new one yet. Cause like I, oh, they did? Good. Yeah, the, the new paper white. Well, the Oasis has had, the expensive one has had, USB-C for a hot second now. Um, I think the last two revisions had it, I think. But they finally did the Paperwhite, the uh, kind of mid-low end. I think the cheapest one still has US- has micro-USB, but the mid-range one has USB-C now. And hmm. I've been tempted, but I also don't really want to buy a new one until it breaks. So That's fair. You know, I totally did buy... Fair. I also, with this, I also ordered a... USB-C to micro-USB cable, which just feels wrong, but... Well, you know. You know. it's it's It was that or a dongle, and a dongle is easier to lose outside of anything else. Like, yeah. I can keep track of a cable in my little cable grid organizer thing. A little dongle that I have to keep in a bag with the other dongles? No. That's that's a recipe for forgetting it somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like dongles. I think dongles I, are, are the bane of... All of our existence, really. Yeah, that's why you had that surgery. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Oh, you only have one thing left anyway. We have Move fun. home pod to new home. What's going on? What, uh, so, um... What's up? Do you know how to... So, something I've been doing recently is because as part of the divorce, I am... Um, moving all of my items off of the Apple home configuration that I did have uh-huh. into a new Apple home configuration, right? Sure, sure, sure. In order to move the HomePod from one home to another, you have to do a full reset. That doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Why? Why would I have to do a full reset? Why can't I just say, hey, you're assigned to this home. Let me drag and drop you into the other home. Um, Why can't I do that with all of my devices? Because Apple only tests this stuff with rich cishet families in California. Like, I, I legitimately cannot move one of my lights over because I don't know if I'll be able to get it set back up again. Oh, lights are hell. Lights are really stupid. I, I love um, turning a light switch off and on seven times in rapid succession to, re- to reset a light bulb. Fucking fuck that fucking bullshit. <laughs> oh, it didn't I... work either. No, of it course it fucking didn't. work. No, of course it didn't fucking work. I I can't get these lights to sync with Apple. I have I have IKEA IKEA fucking you know HomeKit lights. Oh yeah, that, the the trad freeze. Yeah, and I I can't get these to sync with my phone. No, oh no. Why would I? Not. No. Who would no. want that? Who, who the, the, Heaven for fucking bed. The the whole point of having smart lights is that they don't sync with your phone. Turns out. Huh. Yeah, weird. I know, everyone's everyone's been doing it wrong. So now I have to find, like, I know I have an Ikea light controller thing somewhere. Oh, do you have to do it with the hub? Is that what it is? I Well, that's the next thing that I can try. Mm. 
See, because I have, um, I mean, I'm running Home Assistant anyway, so there's another layer of nonsense. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but I had to have the, keep the, um, uh, the little Ikea hub plugged in um, so that Home Assistant can push firmware updates to the bulbs if need be. Because yeah. light bulbs have firmware now. And also this well, means I think I that ha- might be my problem, is that the firmware on the lights is out of date and therefore I can't sync them with the app. Yeah, that honestly wouldn't surprise me because I'm, I know IKEA has made some changes probably since the first time you set them up and forgot about them, so it's 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 probably a firmware thing. I, I love having two different hubs for my light bulbs stuffed away in the ne- network closet. It's great. Oh, I'm I'm even worse than that. Yeah, I have all of my like I have my router sitting on top of my soundbar that I have mounted on the wall. Oh. Oh, and wow. so all, every every hub that I have now is getting stacked on top of that same soundbar. Oh. <laughs> and it's getting to be a problem. Oh, I see. I see. I can see a coiled wire back there. Yeah, that's that's part of it. Is I haven't oh. cleaned it up yet because I'm not sure if it works yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's just it's just just this mess of home hubs that I really don't want any of the home hubs. Let me have one home hub. How about that? Let me have yeah. one hub that works for everything. And what's, let's say, let's make that, I don't know, the Apple TV. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, that would be nice. I mean, even if it was like, if I could or just a have a Raspberry one. Pi. Yeah, yeah. If I could just have one. Because I have like, I have some sensors on, like little magnetic sensors on the windows and the, and the screen door at the balcony. So that when I open them, it shuts off the air conditioning. Smart, right? Yeah, sure. Um, except that those use a separate fucking hub, which is supposed to be a fucking standard. Because there are, well, there's two. There are two competing standard, competing open air quotes standards for home automation stuff. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, that little USB thing I have plugged in to this one computer in the network closet, which is actually just my code closet. Um, <laughs> I also have the the fucking Philips Hue hub, and I have the IKEA hub, and it's. I hate it. I hate it so much. Mm-hmm. It's hell. I don't know why I do this myself. It's awful. Like, smart shit is awful. But yeah. all I want is to be able to turn off all of my lamps after I've gotten in bed. Exactly. And that's why I put up with it, because I'm a lazy bastard, and I don't want to get out from under the weighted blanket. It's not even that I'm lazy. It's that oh, I, am. I want light as I am getting into bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You. What and you... I do not want light... After I am situated in bed. Exactly. Exactly. All you need is a clapper. Clap on, clap off. Yeah. (laughs) All you need is a clapper. (laughs) I hardly know her.